When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Sunday morning, and you know what that means. It's time for Browns football. It's time for fantasy football. Time for NFL best bets. All that and more coming up right now on the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. The sickest Cleveland Browns podcast. Chubb runs. He's to the 10, 15. He's to the 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. There goes Chubb. He's to the 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. Chubb on Lava Hub. It's going to be sick. All right, everybody. Week 13, NFL Lucky Week 13. I can't believe we're already this deep in the season, right? It's December now. The calendar's turned. Ready to go. I'm Andy McNamara. Give us a follow on social media. Twitter, X, at AndyMC81, at SickPodBrowns, Instagram and TikTok, at AndyMCSports. Use hashtag AskAndy. Get your fantasy football and NFL betting questions in. In about 15 minutes, our good buddy Joe Madden is going to jump on from SportsGrid. She's going to roll through these NFL best bets. We live in the danger zone when Joe comes on, folks. Tons of fun having her on once again. So she will join us shortly. We'll go through fantasy football start sits, lots of injuries and lots of buys. Said on Tuesday's show, oh, the, the buy Mageddon, bye week hell part two is here. Six teams on buy. It's terrible. It's awful. Uh, the, the just scraping of the bottom of the waiver wire to get by. Folks, I have to start in a couple of my leagues. I'm in four leagues. I have to start in one at running back. Kenneth Gainwell, he's going to get me five points if I'm lucky. I know that, but that was the best option. Sam Pirine was another. I actually like what Pirine's done. He's got about 13 fantasy points in the last two games, each game. And then tight end, good lord. Ty Conklin, Gerald Everett. They're the same guy. It's the Spider-Man meme. They're all pointing at the same guy. They're going to get four catches on four targets, like 38 yards. And if they don't have a touchdown, your day sucks. We'll get through. Hashtag Ask Andy. Answer your fantasy football questions as we go. But... Huge game for the Cleveland Browns, of course, folks, right? Flacco fever. Flacco forever. Joe Flacco in for the Cleveland Browns. Can the Browns do the unthinkable and have a fourth different starting quarterback win a game for them in the same season? Last time it was done was 2015 with the Houston Texans. And the Browns have started four different quarterbacks in a season two other times 2008 or a list of that crew Yeesh. Brady Quinn Gretkowski uh, Dorsey not great and the other time was back in 1988 when Bernie went out with the uh, elbow injury and you went through but none have actually won with all four Browns really need this to be the time we really need Joe Flacco to be the guy to do this one Right? 38 years old off the couch, Amari Cooper, the wordsmith of the soft-spoken Amari Cooper at a practice this week, saying that Joe Flacco, quote, his arm motion was poetry in motion. Poetry. The arm power is there, Flacco saying, needs to get the touchback. We know he's not mobile. We know he was on the couch for a reason, right? His last career win, do you guys know when? You want to guess? Yeah, it was against the Browns last year in that collapse versus the Jets. Yeah, of course. He has 99 career wins, one away from career 100. Come on, Joe. Come on, Flacco. He looks poised, though. Like, he looked like being on, him being on the enemy side with the Ravens for so long is kind of, you know, you obviously hate Joe Flacco he's with the Ravens. But now you see him. He's very, very poised, polished, what, 6'6". Six, six. Looks the part, and he's loose. The good thing with Joe Flacco is you're not going to see deer in the headlights, like with DTR, who's still in concussion protocol. Uh, he, the moment's not too big. He's a Super Bowl MVP. He knows what he's doing, right? So that gives me some confidence. 
What doesn't is you have Aaron Donald who will be targeted and laser focused on a statuesque quarterback. So Brown's offensive line, you better get the work boots on today, brother. You better get ready. Rams are five and six. They can beat you. They can also be beaten. This is not a superpower, but they do have a lot of weapons. And my concern here is bad news. Denzel Ward officially ruled out with a shoulder injury. Denzel's so good, but he's so frail. He's so thin. It it drives me nuts because he gets on a roll and then he gets hurt. Concussion, shoulder. He's he's thin. He's slim framed. Like, it's just, it's so frustrating because he is so good, but he gets hurt all the damn time. So he's out. So now Greg Newsom had a tough game against Denver. He admitted it. Schwartz admitted it. Um, and really, they said, look, a question was asked in one of the media scrums to Schwartz. It's, are you going to move MJ Emerson? It's just been a sensation since coming in with the Browns as a third round pick in 2021. Um, is he going to be the guy who should be following the receiver? And Schwartz said, look, with all the motion in the league, it's kind of tough to do that for an outside. So, like, Matthew Stafford is going to be, they're going to be targeting Greg Newsom. Right? They're going to be targeting Greg Newsom. Good news is it looks like Anthony Walker should be playing. He is one of the more underrated stars on this team. We know this. When he's in, the defense just feels complete. They feel confident. So he'll be he'll be in there to whatever capacity. And Miles Garrett, injured left shoulder, will play. Uh, he said, I, I like this quote. He said he has Wolverine blood from the comic X-Men. So a fast healer. He went from a sling, not needing to or needing help to put his shirt on after the game in the loss to Denver to being off the injury report. So I hope he is. Because Miles Garrett, he wants defensive player of the year. You got TJ Watt and Micah Parsons right there. Toe-to-toe, face-to-face. For Miles Garrett to win defensive player of the year, obviously he's got to be on the field. He's got to be impactful. And if he's impactful, that means the Browns win game. They all, all synergy, people. All comes together. You need to get to Matthew Stafford. We talk about statuesque. Matthew Stafford's as old school as they come with Flacco. We're not going to be having guys uh, zipping around uh, behind the pocket running for 100 yards today. This is this is going to be two statue quarterbacks. So uh, Schwartz, dial up the creativity. Go get him. Because you can pressure Flacco, or, uh, uh, Stafford. He's injury prone, but you have Cooper Cup. Bit banged up, but he's in there. Puka Nakua, who's cooled off quite a bit, but he's still dangerous. Tutu Atwell, if they use him. Biggest threat today in fantasy football-wise, and I got him on on two of my teams. I'm going to put him in there. I hope he has a terrible day. But fantasy football-wise, is a must. Kyron Williams. This is the perfect example of where if you have the right offensive system and run scheme, you can draft a fifth-round pick. Kyron Williams looks like an absolute monster. He's back there. And what concerns me is the Browns' run defense just sucked last week. And it sucked from time to time this year. See it pop up. If I'm the Rams, I am saying, how do, let's see how far Kyron Williams can take us tested. Make the Browns stop him. And then see what happens. To me, that's really where, where you have to look at this thing if you're the Browns. You got to stop the run. And then you have to pressure Matthew Stafford, of course. That means getting that pressure up the middle. Williams can catch too. Good pass catcher on those short little ones. So you can't just focus on that. Everybody's going to have to bring it. And the Rams defense, not as good as the Super Bowl year. Aaron Donald starting to decline, but this guy can wreck a game at any moment. And we talk about Joe Flacco coming off his couch, 38. You know, hasn't really been a regular starter since the end of the 2018 season. When Lamar Jackson came in in Baltimore, he was kind of a spot guy floating around, 1-8. But he's got the arm. He's got a great offensive line. He's got a tremendous running game. Will Kevin Stefanski, this is the question here. Will Kevin Stefanski run the ball? Will Kevin Stefanski, head coach of the Browns, will Stefanski go with what will have to be done to win? And that is not to put too much on Joe Flacco. I'm not saying you don't take your shots. Guy's got the big arm. Too bad Marquise Goodwin's still out with a concussion. Send some, zing it. Pop it downfield. Let's go. Let's test out that arm a little bit. But not to get pass happy. Because every time, it's weird. Every time I feel 
that's the fancy side. He doesn't get it. He's it. Then he runs the game plan. Then he shows, like in Pittsburgh. Okay, he's doing what it takes to win. Doing what it takes to win. Whatever. Doesn't matter. And then just when you feel you're the other way, you're the other positive of, okay, he's got it. He's grown. He's matured as a play caller. Then we slop right back to the Denver game where you're up against the league's worst run defense and you don't run the damn ball enough. So I don't know what to expect. We had a bad game. Hopefully this is a bounce back. Now, interesting note is the defense for the Browns. I'm going to pull up some notes here. Okay. So the Browns defense, just they didn't show up to play last week. And, you know, we've seen the odd time when they don't this year. Schwartz has them ready to, to ball out, to go. And against Stafford and Williams and Cooper Cup, you better be. But here's some interesting stats here. Okay. Six games at home for the Browns defense this year. Okay, so at home. The defense has allowed 10.1 points per game only on average. Sensational. Historic. 92.1 rushing yards, 175.6 total yards, and stuffs opponents for 20% conversion on third down. Amazing. You do that every week, you're winning. You're going deep in the playoffs. You're getting to the Super Bowl. However, five games on the road. Brown's defense has allowed an average of 26.8 points per game. Not good. 334.6 total yards. Definitely not good. And 122.4 rushing yards. You let up those today, you're going to get smoked. And third down conversion rate stopping 33%. Still good. Still good. Not as good as 20%, but still that's that's still doable. So the one difference, though, is the takeaways on the road. The Browns have 12 takeaways on the road, the defense, compared to four at home. So it's very confusing. The Browns did, remember, stay out in L.A., They did stay out in L.A. this week uh, after Denver, so they went right there. A little, like, sort of mini-buy in the sense it's nice weather, not long travel back. Recuperate. Mari Cooper's wearing the flak jacket we saw with the ribs. Not cracked, but sore, so he'll hopefully be okay. Um, who could this be a big game for? Like, Elijah Moore, remember, played with Joe Flacco in uh, New York for, well, Flacco was there. It wasn't, uh, wasn't a great time for either player. Well, at least they know each other. Could Elijah Moore, uh, Cooper's talked them up, and Joku, who's had the drops. Like you got to fix the drops. Was that maybe we see today? Was that a DTR issue? Which I'm still shocked. How hard? Like DTR is not a big guy. He's thin. I'm sure he's got some torque on the ball. But you're telling me professional NFL players are, are really having that much trouble catching the ball from a fifth round rookie? Come on, go on, Chief. You got this. Right, catch the ball. Catch the damn ball. Just, it, it's absolutely bizarre, with the, the drops. And that's what kills you. you. Now, you combine the drops with the uh, poor referee calls with the defense, and it all snowballs, right? You just can't be down. For the Browns defense, you cannot get your offense in a hole to force Joe Flacco to have to sling it 50 times this game. You can't. If you can stuff up the Rams a bit, then you got a shot. So Kyron Williams is my my top key. You got to you got to make sure you neutralize that guy. Neutralize Kyron Williams in the run game. You do that, then we make Matt Stafford one dimensional, and he's not mobile, as we said, which means you can target him. And then whether it's Newsom, Emerson combo, you get this whatever. You better be watching Cooper Cup because we talk game record. That guy can can spoil a day, right? And the Rams are you know they're five and six. They're not out of this thing. Like, they're still fighting for a, a wild card spot, right? Like, you're still in the situation where this is a team, look, something to fight for. That's not a hostile environment. There's a lot of Browns fans I know who are out in L.A., so it could be a friendly vibe. You know, the Los Angeles, it's a soft fan base. You're not overly worried about this, right? So, Browns are four-point favorites. I'll talk to – we'll get to some – some of the Browns bets uh, with Joe Madden when she pops on in a couple of minutes. Times go through. Remember, fantasy football questions, Browns questions. You got them. You got questions. Use hashtag AskAndy. You can jump in the chat below. You can pop them in there. You can get us on show, social media. Yeah, we got some coming in here. So we'll get to the Ask Andy a little bit later in the show. Um, 
at, on Twitter, X, at AndyMC81, at SickPodBrowns. Give us a follow. Click notifications on for the channel. Go click subscribe, share it, like. All that helps. We love it. And we got some sweet links to the merch store. Look at that. Professional fantasy football player right there. You can get that shirt. Link in the, bi- in the bio below. In the show link description, it will be there. You can get this. You can get a fantasy football champion shirt. The crown looks awesome. Browns gear, lots of a perfect for the holidays. You get it in now, probably get it before Christmas, right? So get those in. Give us the follow. And of course, too, hey, don't forget, folks, DraftKings. Six Sports is the code, okay? DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you are a new uh, member, subscriber, download, look at that. Six Sports to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any NFL bet. That's it. It's beautiful. Pop it in, code six sports, 200 bucks for $5 bet on anything. If you download the app, use it, gamble responsibly, et cetera. So fantasy football talk coming up in a little bit, but we have a lot. We live in the danger zone here with my next guest, with Joe Madden from Sports Grid and Sports Grid TV. Joe, you feeling dangerous, baby? How you feeling? Good morning. I'm feeling good. Feeling dangerous. I think there's some teams that we can extend spreads and some dogs we can ride today. So I'm excited. I'm I'm excited too. I was looking through. I was like, okay, you know, there's some things that were were piquing my interest. Um, let's begin though with this Browns Rams game. I was talking about this obviously off the top, and you look at the Rams, uh, four point favorites. Browns on the road. I got a dangerous pick right off the bat for you. Okay, okay. let me know what you think. Same game parlay. Over 49 and a half rushing yards for Amari Cooper, plus over 50 and a half rushing yards for Jerome Ford, over 198.5 passing yards from 38-year-old Joe Flacco, and over 0.5, meaning just one passing touchdown by Joe Flacco. That's a plus 465 payout. Okay, that's so dangerous because now you're counting on Joe Flacco. Like the Jets wouldn't even take him back after losing Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, you are really living on the dangerous side. I know. I, I like it though. I do think oh. every, everyone's underestimating him coming into this one. And plus 485. I absolutely love it. I think you could throw in Williams running back for the Rams to have a big day as well and bump yeah, yeah. up your odds there. He did fantastic coming back last week. And I do think he finds success. So now you tell me how healthy is Miles Garrett coming into this one? Left shoulder. Here's the thing. He said he has Wolverine blood, like the comic book character, like the the fast healer. Joe, after last game, he was in a sling. He needed help. Someone needed to help him put his shirt on. End of the week, he was off the injury report. So, like, I'm sure he's not 100%, but this guy is a freak show. So, you know, it's going to – Jim Schwartz and the defense of the Browns, they're going to have to be creative because, like Joe Flacco, Matthew Stafford, it's not like he's going to be running around like Kyler Murray back there. He's going to be pretty statuesque himself. Yeah, it's Stafford. Stafford's not a huge scrambler back there. Looking at Miles Garrett, even with one arm, he's better than a lot of the defensive players yeah. in the whole league, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Miles Garrett. He's so phenomenal. He's going to cause that pressure and make Matt Stafford scramble, even if he's coming at him with one arm, because Matt Stafford does not want to be hit. No one wants to be hit by Garrett. No. So, um, no. I, do, I do think you take him still for that anytime sack. I think he's going to get there. I bet you're yeah. getting great odds on it today, actually. I haven't even looked at that one yet. Yeah, we'll pull that one. You know what? We'll try to pull that one up. I think you're right. Because of the injury, there's actually, that's probably a really good payout on, on Miles Garrett there. And I wonder, too, with um, Aaron Donald on the Rams, kind of like it has the name cachet, and I think it's clear he's starting to slope on the downward side. But we know he can jump up and wreck you at any time. And you talk statuesque. Joe Flacco off the couch at 38, Joe. Uh, he's not moving too fast, okay? I don't think many people are at 38 <laughs> off the couch getting onto a football field. That'd be hard. So set right. on Aaron Darnold coming in here, minus 130 for the sack, and Miles Garrett at minus 148. So the books think Miles Garrett with one arm is going to be more impactful in this game. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, you know, I, I like the Kyron Williams play because he's just so dynamic. And the key thing, too, whether it's fantasy football or betting, he catches the ball. Stafford doesn't mind just, he, you know, he's so such a mature quarterback. He doesn't care. He'll dink and dunk until something opens up for Cooper Cup downfield, right? Absolutely. What do you think of Zadarius Smith here to record a sack? <sighs> Zadarius has, he has like one sack on the year, like one and a half. Like it's, it's not that he's not impactful. Like he's causing pressure. He's disruptive, but he's not getting to the quarterback. What's the, is there a line on that for Zadarius? Yeah, it's beautiful. Plus 285. But you know what? For like, 
for a statue quarterback, like maybe like, yeah, look, if he breaks through Stafford's not going anywhere. Yeah. I still so might as well. Yeah. Cause I a hundred percent don't trust um, the Rams offensive line right now. Right, yeah. they're improving and they're improving week in and week out. And I can see the way that they can give him the protection. But I do think a sack is coming. And at minus one forty eight for Garrett, and then at plus two eighty five for Ladarius Smith, I think the values on Ladarius Smith there, even though he has yeah. one sack on the season. Yeah, like it, it's right, there. and he's been so close so many times. So it's just a case where you just need one situation where plus up the middle with Dalvin Tomlinson, like the Browns have been getting that. Yeah, a center penetration too in the line. So he just takes that Miles Garrett, and then you know Stafford turns the wrong way, and then smacks Adarius Smith is in your face. Yeah, I like it. I like it with the value as well. So. Okay, so plus two eighty five there. We we we're digging that. What do you think? Straight up, Browns are uh, plus one sixty four winners. Like the Rams can beat you, but the Rams can also be beaten. They're five and six. They're improving. They're in the wild card. But plus one sixty four on a straight up Browns win with the unknown of Flacco. Like we know this could go real south real quick. But that's not a bad number, is it? No, it's not a bad number. And the thing is, no one has film really on what Flacco looks like this year, right? Like no. we all know He's what done nothing like in the past, right? Yeah. So stranger things happen. We see rookies come in, we see these quarterback changes, and teams be able to go off because no one knows how to plan for yeah. Joe Flacco out there. And I'm sure they do. Sean McVay, I'm sure, has a great plan to beat Flacco, mm. but Still, there's that element of um, unknown. So yeah. I would look at the Browns probably in the first half on that money line. I think they should be able to come out and really stump um, the defense here, not knowing what those plays are going to be with Joe Flacco. So I love the first half. Yeah, I, I, that, that makes a lot of sense. Plus, too, if uh, Stefanski does run the ball, because you still have Jerome Ford, you still have Kareem Hunt. And if you can, especially if you can get some run success early, you don't have to put as much on Flacco. That's what you want. You don't want Flacco throwing the ball 40, 50 times because that's going to be a bad a bad situation. But, hey, Amari Cooper called – Joe called his his throwing poetry in motion, quote, unquote. Well, How he, about it? He's been able to get those balls into tight windows over his career. Joe Flacco yeah. gets a lot of heat um, saying, well, it's Joe Flacco. I, I don't know. I think it comes with the name, right? I yeah. Named him Joe. <laughs> named him before Joe. <laughs> Baby <laughs> Joe. We'll go together. <laughs> Joe Cool, Flacco Fever – as Browns fans, we're hoping that uh, that it goes out. Let's look at a couple of the bigger numbers here, the bigger point spreads to start here, Joe. Uh, and you can watch Joe on Sports Grid, Sports Grid TV, phenomenal. She's on all the time. Um, Dolphins in Washington taking on the Commanders. Uh, eight and a half point favorites are the Dolphins for Road Dogs. Over under sits at 49 and a half. Sam Howell still, he's Ron Rivera doesn't care. They'll throw and they'll throw it and they'll throw it again, which potentially. Could make it for a little fun day if he connects on some of those throws. Eight and a half. Too rich for you? You like it for the Dolphins? What are you thinking? It's too rich for me to lay the eight and a half with the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. And that being said, I did like it a lot better when it was nine and a half with the Washington Commanders. But we're going to have weather in this game. There's going to be rain. There's going to be wind. And right. I do think that takes away a huge advantage here for the Miami Dolphins. And now we know in most of these cases with just rain, it really does affect these defenses more than the offenses. But you add the element of wind in here, and this game turns to a really strong running game for both of these teams. And I think the Washington Commanders can hang in this game. We know the Miami Dolphins also struggle to cover these big numbers. And mm -hmm. while they can run up the score, and we've seen them versus the Denver Broncos, yeah. I like what we've seen out of Sam Howell. And I think this kid is a playmaker. He's been sacked well, way more than any other quarterback in the whole league, and he still gets up each and every time. I feel for him because it's got to hurt the body. And this game's going to hurt if he gets hit a lot. But this one smells like backdoor cover here for the Washington Commanders. I could see Miami getting up early. We get in that garbage touchdown, and mm. everyone that took Miami laying the points is just pissed at the end of the game. Yeah, old, I, I, whenever I hear that, I just think back Blake Bortles style, right? Blake Bortles with the Jags, the king of garbage time. Backdoor covers wherever you like. And for the Dolphins, Jalen Phillips is out, right? He's he, that torn, that popped. The, oh, I hate when you see those close-ups, like the Achilles. No, don't even talk about it. I'll be sick. I know, right? It's too it's early just, for that talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For popped Achilles, it's too early. I don't know if there's ever a right time. It, but you lose a, an impact player like that, perhaps you're right. Maybe it's a little less pressure on a Sam Howell. So I'm with you. I think the commanders to cover and 
49 and a half. I don't know. Like that, the over might make some sense here. Like that's a pretty big, well, you know, with weather, maybe that's the under, right? Eh? Yeah, that's yeah. my concern. My concern is the weather here and how impactful yeah. that becomes. Because you're right. Like if you look at just um, rain and cold weather, those defenses take longer to be able to make those turns to be able to get to the wide receiver or to be able to catch the, catch the running back. So if yeah. that's that, then we could go over this one, especially because we know two and somehow have solid arms. They'll be able to pick away at mistakes on the secondary of the other team. But you add the wind. And if the wind is a huge factor, you've got those missed field goals. You've got those missed yeah. points at this number. I just can't go over it. I'm with you. And that is a terrific point, people. Make sure you're keeping track of the weather this time of year. Because it does. Warm weather teams traveling, cross country, wind, rain. Is there snow? Is there whatever is going to be happening there? So that's um, that's interesting to watch. Green Bay today. I saw a post from one of the coaches. Is there? there a lot of snow in Green Bay today. Ooh, and you know what? That's a night game too, Joe. So that's like, that's snow and that's cold, but that's night snow and cold Lambo. with wind. In Lambo, ooh, boy, that's screaming the that over under set at forty three. Go under, extend that under, outline that under. Yeah, under thirty five. Under thirty five. Yeah, this one's gonna be the amount of snow I saw in this picture. Alan, I can't remember what Alan's last name is. He's one of the coaches on um, Kansas City. It looked it looked gross. Looked really. Yeah, I just saw it like twenty minutes before we came on here. Oh, right, I believe his name is. Okay. Um. Yeah, it looked nasty. I'm going to go under. I'm going to outline that probably 35, maybe 36, 36 and a half, under 36 and a half. Take a couple points off there. Okay. Remember, we know Kansas City's been struggling to score in the second half. Yeah. It's Jordan Love. Jordan Love's looking better, but the defense of Kansas City should be able to shut him down. Right. And I'm wondering, too, what's the health? of Aaron Jones and those running backs. I'm just going to pull that up real quick here with the Packers. Cause you'd think again, you want to keep it. It's going to be windy. No, even on a nice day, it's windy. Okay. Aaron Jones is out for sure. So AJ Dillon healthy, but he hasn't popped much. And then you got like a combo of Patrick Taylor and James Robinson. How the heck did James Robinson go from such a stud to like the fourth stringer on green Bay? I don't know. Wow. He doesn't even show up anymore. No life comes at you fast as a running back, man. Jeez. Yeah, Puck Puck Packers defense too. They're mm -hmm. limiting opponents to 20.4 points per game, right? Kansas City, 16.5. Yep. So this this one screams 32 points, right? So give me yeah. the end. I don't know. I might even take it down a little bit lower. 36 and a half is going to be my main bet. And I'm going to drop it maybe 33 and a half. Maybe 33. Oh, my God. I'll tell you, it's going to be ugly. Danger zone X, you know, the, uh, look, I think you could be right. And I'm just looking here to Kansas City. Yeah, Pacheco's healthy. McKinnon's out. They got Daenerys Prince brought up. That doesn't scare me. But Pacheco, I think you got the better running back in Kansas City with Pacheco. Like you yeah. said, that offense with Mahomes hasn't been clicking in good weather outside of Travis Kelsey. So the receivers are dropping everything. Disgusting. I'm not putting that on, on uh, uh, Mahomes. So if we're factoring in bad weather, Sunday night football, I think for – Fantasy football-wise, and if there's some prop bets on uh, uh, rushing yards and touchdown for Isaiah Pacheco, this could be a big Pacheco game. Oh, it has to be. That's exactly where the ball has to go because yeah. especially in this weather with the um, wind and snow, Mahomes can't trust any of his wide receivers. He's got to pass that ball off to Pacheco. Yeah, so, it's going to be Kelsey or Pacheco. Yeah. Really, right? Yeah, okay, so we're looking We're looking under there. I'm looking for if there's any other of notable like big kind of lines. Steelers, Cardinals, Steelers, yeah. That's six and a half. That's fine, right? Even with Pickett. No, okay. you you want to trust the Steelers laying six and a half? I don't know if I can get there, right? You with Kyler Murray back, yeah, maybe. Okay, because here's my problem. Mike Tomlin is fantastic. If he was plus six and a half, I'd take him all day plus the six and a half and on the money line. But you look at him as a favorite with the Steelers of three or more points. He only covered that spread in 37% of those games. Can't, I can't wait six and a half. Right? I think Kyler Murray is going to be able to scramble. You look at him, he's averaging, um, I believe it's 9.4 yards per scramble. I think mm -hmm. he's going to be able to get that. So I would look at his rushing props for Kyler Murray. I think that will be the weak spot here for the Steelers defense, allowing him to get that. It's so hard for these defenses to hit the quarterbacks. And I love when yeah. you see a quarterback that's having success, 
with their legs. Like Russell Wilson will do the same thing tonight, especially when they can't really count on um, their wide receivers. So that's another play on Mahomes because I think Mahomes will have to scramble in this weather as well. So we got a couple of quarterbacks that solid with their legs, able to put up those rushing yards themselves and will have to count on themselves. And I do think Kyler Murray is one. Najee Harris, though, I think absolutely goes off in this game for the Steelers. Ooh. I think the Steelers win, just not not loving that spread. So Najee Harris rushing yards, 54 and a half. I would extend that up. I think he has a huge day in this one. So Joe likes Najee Harris. I'm looking Kyler Murray. We have an over 30 and a half rushing yards. I think because he ran one in the other week too. You might be right. You extend that. James Conner's James Conner, 57 and a half. I'm taking the under on that until I see like the volumes there, Joe, but the production just hasn't since Kyler Murray's come back. So I, I think Kyler with the over there. What about Jalen Warren though? Jalen Warren, 59 and a half. He's been kind of that real punch. And maybe it's a case where, heck, we saw the Steelers for the first time in whatever decade or whatever, they went for 400 total yards. Maybe it's just kind of a bit of a back and forth between Warren and Harris today. What is his um, rushing attempts? I prefer his rushing attempts Ooh. rather than his actual yards. Let me see. Do I have that? If it's five and a half, I'd hit it. I'm just getting, oh, 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 rush attempts. Here we are. Okay. James Conner, rush attempts, 14 and a half. Jalen Warren, 11 and a half. Najee Harris, 14 and a half. Kyler Murray, five and a half on rush attempts. Okay. Kyler Murray's going to go over it. Yeah, I agree. Um, For sure. Najee Harris will go over it as well. Over 14 and a half. 11 and a half. I'm not sure if I'm sold on that number. See, if it was total touches for Jalen Ward, I'd say yes, because he can. he's the better, I think, pass catcher. But specific rushing, I think I'm with you. Maybe it's the under. Yeah, might be the under. I hate James, taking an under on Sunday morning, though. It's too early for unders. That's Come right. Let's be let's bold, man. Lines. Come on. <laughs> let's James, all numbers under, but not actual just unders. You know what? Not a bad play, maybe. Um, if we want to shy away from rushing yards, rush attempts by James Conner. And again, that will yeah. probably be negated to a certain degree because of Kyler Murray. But the over 14 and a half for James Conner is paying out at plus 114. Okay, I like that. You I don't mind that. Over 14 and a half. I think that's a nice way to look. Right. Especially with Marquise Goodwin. He is um he, he's borderline gonna play today. So he's not at hundred percent. So if you're Kyler, it could be either he's running or he's giving it to Connor to run. Yeah, I like that one. So that's that's not too bad. Okay. And I hope the Steelers lose, of course. That that would be lots of fun. What about this one? I want to I want to have some shares, and I think alt spread time for Detroit Lions in New Orleans against the Saints. And here's why, Joe. Because Dan Campbell, now he made some terrible fourth down decisions, right? It was oh, like four of you you got but so he's an emotional guy. He rides the emotion, good or bad. So he wrote it. Lions still are dominant in record-wise. They're still the powerhouse in the NFC North playoffs. So I think this could be the week where that emotion, Dan Campbell can fire up and say, look, we're going in to New Orleans. We need to get right. That Everyone's writing us off and blah, 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 you know, your, your cliche stuff. But it works with Dan Campbell. The Saints, no one's scared in New Orleans. I, it's a friendly, you know, you know it, it's inside, <laughs> right? I, I think they roll. Like, I think four points, like, I think I would take the lines by at least a touchdown. I think so too. I was actually really confused by this line and I think it's recency bias here on the mm. line. How bad they looked on Thanksgiving. But one thing we have to remember when we go into these games, no team is as bad as they looked last week or as good as they looked um, last week. So yep. we have the Lions coming in here off extended rest. They haven't played since Thanksgiving versus New Orleans Saints who, let's face it, I really like Derek Carr and I think he's an incredible person. Mm. He's just not getting there. I really did expect a lot yeah. more out of him in New Orleans, and I expected his career to go up from what we saw with the Raiders, but it hasn't been moving in that direction. So I can't grab them here. I know the Saints as a dog is normally a good situation you want to jump on, but I think the Lions are too strong. Mika Parsons, I think, has a big day, and this is a team that steamrolls, so I'm with you. They can win this one by a touchdown. I would extend that line. I'm looking at this. 10 points, if we want to get real Let's danger go. zone here, 10 points plus 218 Lions. How about it? All day long. They can Let's win go. this by double digits. I think so. I, yeah. I, because the Saints, they can be technically set. Like they're just, they're just, they're just average, right? They're not, they're not bad. They're not good. And they're not explosive. They're just kind of, you know, they're vanilla rice pudding. It's just like, eh, it's okay. 
you know, you'll eat it, but you're not you're not gonna like rave about it, right? I'm not a fan of rice pudding. Me neither. Well, you know what? I should say if it's if it's warm with some raisins and some cinnamon on top, sometimes. Fantastic. I'm so <laughs> passing. There's not many things to pass on. That's one of them. The texture. The, the texture. texture? You're, yeah, you're taking the under the the under on rice pudding servings for the holidays. Yeah. Joe's taking it. Exactly. And I'm not a huge sweet person. I love oh. um, like cheese and crackers and salty snacks. Really? Yeah. What about, okay, this is what I've got to grow. And I love dark chocolate, but dark chocolate sea salt, because you get a bit of the salt. It's fantastic. A little more bitter. Do you like that? Yeah. With your yeah. coffee? Absolutely beautiful. Oh, afternoon snack? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Now, now, we're, now we're cooking. Let us know your favorite sweet or salty snack, folks. Hit us up in the comments there. Uh, get Joe on Twitter, at Joe Madden Sports. Uh, okay, let's look at some other ones here. Where, okay, <laughs> I'm looking at Chargers Patriots. Joe, the Patriots are just so uninteresting right now, except for what's going to happen to Bill Belichick after the year. It's so bad, Joe, that on the advertise. I don't know if you saw this, for the yeah. advertisement for Chargers Patriots, where you usually have like Keenan versus a player, they were so, they, the Patriots are so lackluster for star power. They put Bill Belichick's face and like Justin yeah. Herbert. So why didn't they put Brandon Staley on the other side at least? Like, at least <laughs> I this out? I don't know. I I know. I know. I think Belichick will be the Chargers head coach in the next game. So maybe that maybe that was a foreshadowing Ooh. of the fact that Belichick is going to the Chargers. I don't know. There goes an alarm again. Man, tell you these alarms reminding me I should be at my desk. I'm already here. You're so already I'm here. I know. I'm come on, phones. Early. Um. Yeah. Maybe. It was foreshadowing here. I really do think there's a possibility for Belichick to be the Chargers head coach if, yeah. and that's a huge if, Chargers ownership will buck up the money because he is worth every single penny. And I'm so tired of hearing that, you know, Belichick should be fired from the Patriots. It's not Belichick's fault. He's got Mac Jones and Zappy here. What's he supposed to do with this team? And you got to remember the injuries this team has had to defense this season. Now, that being said, the Chargers laying these points on the road. I'm not doing it in New England. The Chargers are my team, Andy. How I can know. the Chargers to get the win? I look at the Chargers in the first half. This is where we're finding this team having success. Okay. I, I'm really concerned here because you look at how successful Keenan Allen has been. Now, he does have an injury. He's questionable for today's quadriceps here. He's had 97 receptions for the Chargers. He's second in the league in receiving yards. And this team still isn't winning games. It's wow. it's mind-blowing here. Like, it's so frustrating. And we're also seeing those open miss passes by Justin Herbert. I don't know if this is a team that once Brandon Staley is fired, they'll automatically connect and start getting these wins like we see other teams do with the fired coach mentality, like we right. saw with the Steelers firing Matt uh, Canada. But I don't know. It, it could just be that they don't like playing for Brandon Staley. I don't know. Or it could be like my Calgary Flames in hockey. We got rid of Daryl Sutter. New coach comes in and we still can't win. So, <laughs> man, I tell you, any team that I'm a fan of, like a fan and just not betting, is it's misery. <laughs> True misery it's, here, Andy. Well, look, I, hey, look at the stuff behind me, Joe. I feel you. Misery. Come on. Let's, <laughs> come on. Company. Let's go. I'm with you. Uh, now, here's let's bring up the weather in this game. Warm weather team long cross-country road trip 43 fahrenheit overcast and rain this sounds miserable for everybody belichick loves he always looks miserable anyway so he's fine 38 and a half that's the point total chargers five point favorites like i think like i think the under on this one with the weather don't you oh yeah all day long this one is gonna be it's gonna be messy it's gonna be gross Ugh. and there's going to be mistakes left, right, and center by both of these teams. I don't know why Staley wasn't fired after they lost to the Packers. Yeah, ridiculous. In, the, in that last game, I'm just, I keep shaking my head over this. Can they leave him in New England? Can we just trade coaches? Because Staley yeah. should be the coach of the Patriots. He's better fit for coaching Mac Jones. I don't know. Sorry, Patriot fans. Just switch at the field. Just right in game. Switch hoodies. <laughs> right, pull off the hoodie. Belichick has a big lightning bolt. Oh god, you know? would that ever be epic? And then you got Staley in the cutoff sweatshirt. That would actually look hilarious. That'd be amazing. We got the, in the chat. 
Uh, Natasha Tashi's in the house. Go Browns. It's Tashi. Hi, Andy. Tashi, how are you? I hope you're good. Thanks for jumping in. Absolutely. Uh, get us on Twitter at AndyMC81, at SickPodBrowns, at Joe Madden Sports. Now, let's look. This Chargers game, while as it's funny how sometimes these, like, on paper just to watch the games are just like, oh, I don't want to watch that. That sounds like a terrible time. But the betting, the intricacies, that's where we can find some interest. And I'll tell you, you mentioned Keenan Allen. If he plays, and it looks like he will, Keenan Allen, anytime touchdown plus 125. That sounds like a good day to me. Even If they score one touchdown, it could go to Keenan Allen. Yeah, Keenan Allen or Austin Eckler. I'd look at both yeah. of those guys to be able to get the touchdown here. I just, they, they're going to have their way. With the New England Patriots defense, we know this defense hasn't been solid. It's just that weather coming in and those mistakes not coming. Now, I don't know. Herbert is really solid and not throwing those interceptions. So we'll see what they're able to do. This should be a game that they can go in and we should be talking about extending this line to double digits going, why are the Chargers with Justin Herbert, with all of his weapons, only a five and a half, six and a half, even a seven and a half point favorite. This yeah. should be the question, but this is not the conversation we can have right now. This is this is a nasty game. I would look at both of those guys for the anytime touchdown. Yeah, I like that as well. Minus 115 for Eckler. Here's a game. Panthers, Buccaneers. You mentioned coaching change, and we saw the boost in um, Las Vegas when the Raiders made the change. I don't think Fa- Frank Reich is anywhere near the unlikableness of a Josh McDaniels because that guy's just a just a jerk. He just seems like he's a total jerk. He's a Belichick wannabe. He sucks and he's out. Frank Reich. Hey, the Panther. Look, they, Tepper. He's a Landy. <laughs> look, I can't. I can't stand Josh McDaniels. He drives me nuts. But they like you, you look at the Panthers, and I feel for Frank Reich and Josh McCowan because it came out. They're like, we want C.J. Stroud. We want the six-three-two-zero-five quarterback who looks really good. The owner was watching College Game Day, and he got all excited over Bryce Young and the billionaire. Got his toy, his little toy, 5'8", and the toy's not doing too well, Joe. It's breaking, and now the billionaire's not going to fire himself. So he's out. I wonder, do you think we get that boost on the road for the Panthers against Tampa Bay? The Bucks only three-point favorites. I, I don't. That might be telling here. I think the Panthers win this one outright. So I love them plus the points. I love them on the money line. I think this is the final game that they win on the road because we know they're sitting 0-6 on the road right Mm. now. I think Adam Thielen comes out and has a really solid Mm. day as well. I would look at him for his total receptions to that over. Miles Sanders as well. I'm going to take him for his rushing yards. I think we can probably extend that up. We know Bryce Young is going to have to get it to Miles Sanders, and Miles Sanders is going to have to make a lot of this up on the ground. There's so many injuries for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. I can't trust this team even at home. And I've never been a big buyer on Baker Mayfield. I don't like his style of play out there. And why the millionaire owner went after a 5'8 quarterback and nothing against Bryce Young. We've seen success. He was like a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. And he's absolutely fan. Like he's got a fantastic arm. I watched him in college. He needs the right playmakers around him. And this is a hard thing when you have these young kids be drafted at the top. They're going crappy teams without the weapons around them, yep. right? So they're coming off great teams that are having success and then they don't have the weapons, they don't have the offensive line and it's really hard. But for me, I have a hard time putting faith in a smaller quarterback. I think it's so hard for them to see the whole field with these huge, you know, 6'4", six, 6'8", six, even defensemen running at them. Yeah, It's a hard situation for these QBs out there. So I give Bryce Young all the props in the world. I think he's doing better than I actually expected him to do stepping up to this level. But I do think this is their opportunity to get the win here on the road. Give me them on the money line. Get a bump up. And not just the defensive line coming at you, Joe, but the off- his offensive line, guys. Your, your minimum <laughs> six four, right? So that, that that's my problem with these small quarterbacks. And especially, and he's listed at 5'9". I, I know people who were at the Combine. Actually, Sammy, producer, uh, one of the producers of the show, they were at the Combine, and they're like, Andy? That dude ain't 5'9". Like 5'8", five, five, you know. Nice, again, nice guy. But, you know, we're nice, Joe. We shouldn't be quarterback for the Carolina Panthers as well, right? Like No, no, we shouldn't be. So, yeah, I feel for him. Like, how tall is Tyrod Taylor? Because every time I see Tyrod Taylor come out for a team, he was with the Chargers for a little bit. We know what happened there. Oh, the needle. Yeah, that's just disgusting. What a guy. Oh, Yeah. Right? But Tyrod Taylor is that kind of quarterback. You mm-hmm. know, we 
look at Russell Wilson. He's a shorter, smaller quarterback. I like the bigger quarterbacks back there. I think they end up over their career having more success. And someone proved more me wrong. Durable. I mean, a really small quarterback that, you know, was really 5'8". And yes. a huge career. Because Russell Wilson is like, Russell Wilson as small is still like 5'11". Yeah, right? Like he's teetering on six foot. Yeah. And so under that, like, it just doesn't happen. It, like if you went back, okay, like uh, 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 1980 Cleveland Browns MVP and of the NFL MVP, I got the jersey, Cardiac Kids, Brian Sype. He was like 5'9", Joe, but that was in 1980, different game. Yeah. Right? Totally different game and totally different size of yes. everyone around him. So yeah. that's crazy. I feel for Bryce out there. I hope he has a successful career and stays healthy, but I couldn't imagine being and that thin. Like Russell Wilson and even Kyler Murray, who's tiny and gets in, like these, they're, they're wide. Yeah. At least like, yeah. right. And they have the power in their legs. I know. Yeah. Like they're, he's a tiny guy. I don't know. Maybe CFL for you, Bryce. I don't know. But the, no. uh, <laughs> don't, don't send him to the CFL. <laughs> don't do that to that kid. He'll have to work his way back like Doug Flutie, right? He'll run around, win some great cups, head on yeah, back. Yeah. True. I, I, I like though the plus 140 on the Panthers winning. Um, I think that's where the coaching change. That's where you can find some value there. All right. 425 main event 49ers at the Eagles. And this Joe, I've wanted to ask you this all week since I saw this line. Why the bleep are the 10 and one Philadelphia Eagles at home? Three point underdogs, to the 49ers. So they're going to lose this game. They're going to look really. Yeah. <laughs> I gonna pull, pull my headset out. <laughs> I'm going to extend the 49ers line in this Woo! one. Win this one by a touchdown. I look at the Philadelphia Eagles, and we sat here last weekend talking about that game they were going to play versus the Bills. Yeah. And the Bills owned them to start that game. It, yeah. was the, it was the scheduling. You look at this Eagles team, they're playing in a lot of hard games. And now they played in the rain in that last game it was a nasty game they had to come back they had to get the win it felt like that game went 100 hours and then they have the cowboys on deck mm -hmm. i think this is a perfect situation for a rested 49ers team who hasn't played for what eight days nine days ten right. days here to be able to come in and dominate in this game i think they win this by, well, they could even win this one by double digits. I wow. just, I don't like the scheduling spot. I love the Eagles. I love Jalen Hurts. And I'm not underestimating this team, but I do think this is an opportunity for the 49ers to come in to Philly and just dominate with this hard schedule here for the wow. Eagles. Undefeated at home. I know. They're at home. Got 10 days rest here for the yeah. 49ers. They're, they're given a gift with their schedule. Right. And this team, come on, this defense has been playing fantastic. Yeah, Jalen yeah. Hurts is a better quarterback, though, between Brock Perley and Jalen Hurts. It's not even a question mark for no. me. Eagles but, defense banged up too, Joe. Yeah, but I trust Eagles. this defense more even banged up. Yeah. Yeah. That's boy. You know what? I'm going to take the Eagles straight up plus 130. But I see Ooh, what you're saying. I'm taking it. I'm th we're going. Yeah, we're going up against. Well, we'll owe each uh, loser gets the other one a, a dark chocolate with salt, sea salt. How about that? Salted caramel dark chocolate. Now we're talking. Now we're now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Okay. Now you throw in the caramel part. Now I'm really interested. Okay. Uh, we talked. <laughs> we talked. We talked Chiefs Packers. Let's wrap up on this one. Bengals. Don't wrap up yet. George Kittle. You got to look at George oh. Kittle. DVOA against tight ends for the Eagles isn't strong. They're going to be able to get George Kittle up the middle. I would look at everything for him today. His okay. receiving and rushing as well as his anytime touchdown. Let's take let's take a look at what that is paying out here cuz that's Kittle's been like my mind goes first to fantasy football. He's just been the poops when it comes to fantasy football overall. But today's the day. Today's the day. Okay, let's see Where's receiving props rolled? And if he has a terrible game, the Eagles blow out the 49ers. There's going to be no in between. I'm relying on him today. Okay. We got over under 46 and a half receiving yards for Kittle. We're saying over? Over. Yeah. We're saying over. Okay. Let's see if there's that. What are the touchdowns? Do you think touchdown too? Yeah, I do. I think he's going to be able to nicely push it up the middle there. All right. Let's see what old, what's Georgie boy saying here. Let's see. Anytime touchdown plus 170. And if you want to get real cute... Plus? First TD score 
plus 1,000 or last touchdown scored plus 1,100. That's the one. Two touchdowns, two plus touchdowns. I love it. Come on, Andy. Let's go. We're living in the danger zone. Let's living go. in Team Jandy in the danger zone. I dig it. Okay. Let's let's have George Kittle go off. Everyone in the fantasy football world will be happy with it as well. Uh, last game we'll go over here is Monday night. And boy, uh, beginning of the year, Joe Burrow versus uh, Trevor Lawrence looked great. But now we got Jake Browning versus Trevor Lawrence. Not so good. Jags, 10-point favorites at home. Bengals are just kind of playing out the stretch here. Jags trying to hold on to the division and wrap it up. Um, 10 points, though, against Cincinnati. You still have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, game-time decision. Yeah. You still have Joe Mick. Is 10 points too rich? It's too rich. It really is. Right? At eight and a half, the Jags, they were about I have 10. At- I have 10. Yeah. I know. So I can't get there. It's the Bengals plus the points. It's also... Monday night football, and we look at this total, 39 points. Now, that being said, if you watched the Michigan game yesterday versus Iowa, that game stayed under the total, and they covered the spread. 26 Yeah, it was nasty. So the Bengals, I don't know. We we could get enough out of this team. I just don't think we'll get – Trevor Lawrence, I do really like him, and I think he's a solid quarterback, but I also think he's inconsistent Hmm. at that. Yes, I, he's still I growing. Trust in him, yeah. I can't trust in him at this point. So for him to almost like cover double digits, nine and a half, he's got to win this by ten. I'm not buying it. No. Well, I'm looking at the alt spread here, and even if you take the Bengals to cover seven, so just, which I think is more reasonable with the over under total and just with the and the, the Bengals defense isn't as good as last year, but still, it's still okay. Um, pays plus one thirty for the Bengals to cover seven. I'd be okay with them covering seven. Yeah, I would be okay with them covering seven as well. Like, you look at the Bengals here, and they were a team everyone expected to make the playoffs. Then we lose Joe Burrow, and now all of a sudden, they're a basic 10-point dog to the Jags because of the quarterback. And I understand Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow. It's like if Mahomes went out for the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Right. You look at these teams. They're not the same team anymore. No. I don't know. This, this is a hard one. I just, I see it being super low scoring. So I can't lay double digits here with the Jags. Joe, we got a tweet in for you. At that X ruin Griff says, who's your, uh, it says, what is Joe's uh, Twitter handle? I just heard she said she's a Flames fan. Want to follow her. Tell people <laughs> where you are on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Joe Madden Sports. And I tell you, those Flames losing to Vancouver last night, I really thought they were going to be able to get the win. Ooh, but, and of course on sports grid you're you're doing like four hour blocks all all times that i look joe i'm looking it's like like it's like it's like 12 12 o'clock and you're you're doing a four hour shift i love it tell people where yeah. they can see that yeah absolutely i will be on tonight so from 8 p.m eastern to midnight we'll have in-game live for the first two hours and then we'll have football full circle so college football in that first mm. hour at a what time was that 10 p.m. Eastern, and then at 11 p.m. Eastern, we'll have NFL Full Circle. So we'll be going over everything that is happening in the football world, including we should know who's making the playoffs tonight in college football and looking at those lines and breaking Ooh. them down tonight. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Myself and Drew Martin. So can't, 8 p.m. midnight. Can't wait to see that. And, hey, Joe, uh, we can celebrate. Uh, I'll, I'll be watching the show, and I'll be toasting you with some Cleveland whiskey when Joe Flacco – Throws for over 200 and touchdown and a Browns win. How about it? Let's let's do it. Let's I'm going to bet Joe Flacco props now. Now that you said it, I have to. I can't. He, he looks poised. Out. He looks poised in practice. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, someone's going to be saying, damn, Joe Flacco. Yes. <laughs> Bad way, whoever bet against him, everyone across the country is going to be like, damn, Joe Flacco. Damn, Joe Flacco. It did just for a good damn. We made money. Well, yeah, but what's the emphasis on the dam is, is going to be the interesting part when it comes to it. Joe, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Let's do it again thanks. soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. You guys have a great day. Make, uh, make some money today. Let's make some money. All right. We'll see you later. There she is, Joe Madden, at Joe Madden Sports on Sports Grid. Make sure, uh, yeah, you're giving her a follow there. Awesome. All right, we got a couple minutes left. Let's get to some fantasy football questions here. I'll give you some injury news and notes. Let's go to Ask Andy. Okay, we got here, 
from Benoit at Bent Hiff. Hashtag Ask Andy. My QB is in a bye week. Oh, six, six on bye, guys, right? Oh, my gosh. Am I crazy for thinking about picking Flacco over Bryce Young? Oh, my. You talk about danger zone. Hoo-wee. The unknown versus Bryce Young, who we, we know, but now there's a coaching change. And we look at the, the teams on bye, right? The six, the Bills, the Bears, the Raiders, the Vikings, the Giants, the Ravens. There's a lot of meat sitting on the bench. So Flacco over Bryce Young. Boy. You know what? It depends how risky you're feeling. I would say in this case, with a coaching change, you typically get the bump up. We saw it with the Raiders. I would say you go with Bryce Young today. I hope I have to apologize to you and that Joe Flacco threw for 304 touchdowns and the Browns uh, destroyed the Rams. I really do. But I think I'd be... It'd be too much of having my fan glasses on thinking that. So I'm going to say because of the, if there was no coaching change, you know, I, I think maybe we could get, get the other way, but I'm going to say Bryce Young. Okay. Let's pull up another Ask Andy here. Get it on Twitter at AndyMC81 at SickPodBrowns. Uh, we got from at Pedro in Calgary, Andy, Christian Watson, T Higgins, and Devin S. Shane this weekend in a non-PPR need to fill a wide receiver and a flex position, hashtag ask Andy. Now that's a shame coming back, no injury designation. Now we know what does that mean, right? Because he came back and immediately uh, was injured. We saw the Grandpa Simpson gif where he kind of came in and then and then left right away, right? So when we're looking at that, I'm going to have to say, we'll go Christian Watson, okay? We'll, we'll look at that. The, the T Higgins, he's just kind of banged up, right? He's just, and you got Jake Browning. So what really are we looking at here? I think we have to go, like, although I like Jaden Reed more overall in Green Bay, he's going to have a question mark beside him. And that's the situation I'm in in one of my, uh, two of my leagues to play Reed. And I think he will play, but we won't know. And that's a Sunday night game. So if you guess wrong on Reed, so I would say you go Christian Watson in a shame. I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to wager against, um, Jake Browning and the uh, Cincinnati Bengals and, and T. Higgins. All right, before we wrap, let's just see if there's any, let's see, uh, any more fantasy football updates. Okay. In the who cares category, Mac Jones again benched, Bailey Zappi in, Spider-Man meme, same guy, who cares? That's going to do nothing in bad weather. Wild. Man. Uh, let's see. Other news. Aaron Rodgers returned to practice. Whatever. Okay. There we go. There was Keenan Allen is going to play. Uh, Noah Brown is expected to be in, as is Tank Dell for the Texans. Yeah, Allen questionable with the I just got confirmation. Is expected to play. Chris Godwin questionable due to a neck injury, is likely to play versus the Panthers, but it will depend on pregame warmups. That's a case I'm in as well, where it's iffy. Like, I want I want to put Godwin, but he's been underwhelming, and he's banged up. So I'm trying to look somewhere else. Marquise Goodwin, questionable, versus the Steelers for Kyler Murray. Eh. Trey McBride also. I just don't think it's going to be a big passing game there. Saints, Chris Olave, questionable, is expected to play. So just keep that in mind for the Browns. Amari Cooper will be playing uh, even with the banged up ribs, not broken, uh, just sore. Jarek McKinnon out. And of course, with uh, Jonathan Taylor put on the IR, Zach Moss, I, he was available earlier in the week, folks, 50% on waiver wires. People just dropped him. What a mistake. Zach Moss, If I'm sure you're starting him, but if you have any question on starting him, start him with confidence all day. We look at that game against Tennessee. Tennessee's defense good against the run, but Zach Moss has just been, especially with six teams on by, Zach Moss has been so strong when given the chance. I think he's going to do it again. He's about 300, I think 328 yards away from a 1,000-yard rushing season. That's technically a backup, but a write-off. Who cares coming over from Buffalo? Certainly rejuvenated over there in Indianapolis. All right, guys, that'll do it. Thanks so much to Joe Mann, all of you for watching, tuning in. Any fantasy football or betting questions, hit us up. Browns questions, of course, do against the Rams. 
Joe Flacco. Come on, Joe Flacco fever. Hit us up on Twitter at AndyMC81, at SickPodBrowns, Instagram and TikTok at AndyMCSports. Let's see what the heck happens. Joe Flacco in LA versus the Rams, 425 Eastern start for the Browns. I hope it's a victory Monday and we get to be celebrating on Tuesday. And history is made with Joe Flacco as the fourth starting quarterback in one season for the Browns to win a ball game. Let's see. Positive vibes, Browns fans. Let's go. Flacco time. Thanks to you. Thanks to all the help behind the scenes. As always, go Browns. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.